For those of you who aren't from Florida, welcome to our oasis of freedom. If you're not from here, I don't know why you'd want to leave here. Florida's also been a state that strongly supports free speech. The sun is rising here in Florida, and the Sunshine State will soon be reaching new horizons. Christmas time is here, everyone. I'm here by myself, all by my lonesome. Lady Dade and Nick are out sick. Lady Dade and Nasty Nick are out sick. The China virus. I don't know if it is the China virus. The China virus. Uh, I know Lady Dade had it before. Um, I guess that doesn't mean much these days. You can just keep getting it. Uh, you can keep getting these um, different variants or whatnot. I don't know what's wrong with Nasty Nick. He might be hungover. I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody's heard of him in weeks. No, just kidding. He's actually feeling ill. But I want to welcome everyone anyways. Florida first. Thank you, Ben Shapiro. This is the Florida First podcast. And I'm just going to do probably a quick episode. Uh, I was out of town. I was in California on vacation. So we didn't record anything last week. And I didn't want to go another week uh, without recording anything. So it'll just be me. We're doing a little bit of a upgrade. Uh, I, I believe I have this set up where you guys can hear some news clippings um, from a computer. It's all attempts to make the show better. It's another step forward in improving the show. Um, this one will be audio only, uh, but we are adding this this feature uh, for your entertainment. Um, so a little bit later, I'll be playing some clips. Um, yes, I was in California visiting the the communist state, the Socialist Republic of California. Um, that said, I can't speak any better than my experience in San Diego, California is where we went. Uh, it was a lot better than I was expecting. Uh, I contribute a lot of that to the fact that there's such a large military presence uh, they won't have the same problems as, you know, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Sacramento, I'm assuming, I don't know. Um, I was expecting the homeless situation to be a lot worse, um, but it actually wasn't bad at all. It's probably comparable to South Florida in terms of the n number of homeless. Um I would definitely go back if I could, if it's as it is now. Uh, but I had a, it was a great time. I highly recommend San Diego, California for anyone who's looking for a vacation. Uh, I was a little bit concerned about uh, vaccination requirements, but 
from beginning to end, I did not have to show any negative testing. I did not have to... I was not barred from going in anywhere. I guess San Diego doesn't have those requirements. So uh, if you are currently unvaccinated uh, at the time of this recording, you shouldn't have any issues at all. Um, but yeah, it was great. We went to different sites. We did uh, Cabrillo National Monument overlooking the city. It was wonderful weather for the most part. It was raining a little bit in the beginning. And then we went to the southern border. We stayed on our side of the southern border. Uh, and then it was interesting. It, it, it was uh, interesting to see the fence. Um, there's two tall fences with a road in between. It goes across the entire city and beyond, and it ends in the ocean. It was impressive to see. Um, and having seen that, I've actually, I want to mention, I've been to the border uh, more times now than uh, Sleepy Joe Biden has as president. Um, so just putting that out there. Uh, anyways, the defense that they have is, like I said, there's two of them. One on the U.S. side and one on the, what I presume is the Mexican side, but they both, they both of them may actually be on our side. And then there's a road in between. Anyone who says that that type of barrier has no effect has never seen th this type of fence. It would be quite a feat to get over that fence, get through that fence, and in some cases under the fence if you're really committed. Um, if that were to extend across the entire border, there is definitely... That would definitely help prevent the number of people coming through. Um, but that situation continues to unravel as people, more and more people coming through unchecked. Um, but it's definitely a sad situation that's been going on for months now. Um, fortunately, we don't have to deal with that directly here in Florida, we do get indirectly affected because of all these flights of, that they do to relocate migrants to different parts of the country, which I have my own theories of. I won't bore you guys with that now. Um, but thankfully, Governor DeSantis is aware of the situation and he's already told the contractors responsible for the flights the 2 a.m. flights from the border to Florida. Uh, the people who are doing that will not be able to have business in Florida. And the people coming through will likely be relocated to other areas, blue areas in particular. So good on him. It's something that should be done. These 2 a.m. flights relocating people to Florida is wrong. And uh, 
Thank you, Mr. Governor DeSantis, Governor Ron, always watching us here. Um, but yeah, so switching gears here for a minute. Um, I want to thank everyone for sticking around. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, I don't, I didn't want to go too long today and I didn't want to go another week without putting at least something out. Uh, hopefully we can get the crew back together, uh, next, next week. Hopefully we'll see if the schedule, holiday schedule works out for everybody. Uh, Christmas looks like Christmas is on Friday and Christmas day is on Saturday. So we'll see if we can get at least a Wednesday recording in if possible. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about Governor DeSantis again. Uh, he is pushing this Stop Woke Act. And um, I'm going to go ahead and play a sound clip. It's basically, uh, it affects the education system. It's um, an act that will help prevent, you know, teachers from pushing this agenda. Well, I'll, I'll let the, the governor's words uh, explain it a little bit better. And then more recently, it was the United States uh, that was able uh, to win the Cold War uh, and defeat Soviet communism. Now, I think that there's more of these people coming out of the woodwork than we ever thought nowadays, which is unfortunate. And uh, there's a lot of problems with Marxism in our hemisphere, and we see what's going on uh, with authoritarian countries like China. But nevertheless, people thought that we wouldn't be able to beat the Soviet Union, and we did it. And so these are China. really important things that, that people need to have a great understanding of. And I think what you see now with the rise of this woke ideology uh, is an attempt to really delegitimize our history and to delegitimize our institutions. And so I'm going to pause that real quick. That's absolutely what's going on. Delegitimizing and rewriting history is what they're pushing. It's all an attempt to demoralize the people, and I'll let this continue. And I view the wokeness as a form of cultural Marxism. Uh, they want to tear... They want to just, it's not just, you know, people say, oh, you know, you know they're, they're, uh, they're, they're leftists or socialists. It's not just like taxes and all that. Yeah, they do want that, and that's not good. But they really want to tear at the fabric of our society and our culture and, and things that really we've taken for granted, like the ability of parents to direct the upbringing of their kids. So this is really, really significant. So that, that's important what he said there that it, we saw recently in Virginia. That was one of the top, top, one of the tippy top things uh, that was on their list of, you know, most important topics. Tippy top. It, it was the control of parents, you know, telling, essentially making the decision, you know, in schools, what the kids, you know, if they want to wear masks, if they want to be vaccinated, you know, all this and that. It's all about parents wanting to make the decision for themselves what's best for the kids. And that was a huge, huge contributor to governor elect, I guess, uh, Yunkin 
which we talked a little bit uh, in an episode. I think it was episode seven, Blumkin for Yunkin. So you can always go back and listen to that one. Uh, Mr. Yunkin won the election uh, unexpectedly to some pundits, um, largely for the uh, the rights of parents. So, And when you see these things throughout the country where they take down Thomas Jefferson's statute in New York City, where they take down Abraham Lincoln in Rewriting history, erasing history. George Washington's name off schools in California. You know, that is an attempt to erase history. Uh, they want to delegitimize the founding of the country uh, and the institutions, and they basically want to replace it uh, with a very militant form of leftism that would absolutely destroy this country if that ever took Everything hold. he's so saying is spot on. We have a responsibility uh, to stand for the truth, to stand for what's right, and we're doing that, and we've put more resources and emphasis on teaching civics, on teaching people about American history, but we also have to uh, protect people uh, and protect our kids uh, from some very pernicious uh, ideologies that are trying to be forced upon them yep. all across the country. So earlier this year, I directed the Florida Not only Department in universities of anymore to prohibit critical race theory in our K-12 schools. Prohibited in the state of Florida. And, you know, you'll hear these people, it's, you know, they made it, it was a big deal in Virginia, these counties, parents were really upset. Yeah, we just talked about that. Oh, it's not happening, it's not happening, and they would basically act like this is all just made up. Well, let me show you some of the things that have been done throughout our country uh, just in the last couple years. The Arizona Department of Education created a, quote, equity toolkit, claiming that babies show the first sign of racism at three months old. And that white children become full racist, quote, strongly biased in favor of whiteness uh, by age five. Santa Clara County Office of Education denounced the United States as a, quote, parasitic system based on, quote, the invasion of, quote, white male settlers and encouraged teachers to cash in on kids' inherent empathy in order to recruit them into political activism. And a Philadelphia elementary Wrong school so many forced fifth graders to celebrate black communism and simulated a black power rally to quote free Angela Davis from prison. And at that particular school, 87% of students fail to achieve basic literacy by graduation. And so, so he, what he just said, <laughs> they're, they're teaching these kids all this stuff about all the bad things that the country's done this and that and at the same time a huge percentage of them can't even learn how to read at the correct level so so this is something that you see all across the country and we have a responsibility in florida to say we're not going to do it so so we did do that so it violates florida standards to scapegoat someone based on their race, to say that, you know, they're inherently racist, to say that they're an oppressor or oppressed or any of that. And that's good and that's important. Uh, But we also have to realize that um, we got to do more to make sure that that actually carries the day in the classrooms and in, in our society. So today we are going to be introducing to the public and and we have legislators who are going to help us with this um, a new piece of legislation for the upcoming legislative session called stop wrongs against our kids and employees act the stop woke act and it's something that 
So stop woke act. Stop wrongs. What did he say? The stop woke act. And it's something that wrongs against our kids. Wrongs and against act, our kids act. and, and it's employees. And this will do a number of things that are very important. One, it will put into statute uh, the Department of Education's prohibition on CRT in K through 12 schools. No taxpayer dollars should be used to teach our kids to hate our country or to hate each Amen. other. Amen. Absolutely. All right. So you can look more into details called the Stop Woke Act. And... Um, Applaud the governor. He is making some headlines in a good way. And I, the way it's looking, he may be president sooner rather than later. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with that. Um, so thankfully, we have Mr. Ron DeSantis as governor, and I'd hate to lose him. But for the good of the country, maybe it's best that he does, you know, become president at some point. But we'll see when we get there. For now, he's seems to be content keeping us as free as possible. So I'm going to go into a quick Florida story. It's uh, changing gears here for a second. Uh, headline. Well, this is from November 20th, 2021 from dailyhive.com. It says, Florida woman caught trying to enter Canada with 56 guns in her car. That's right. And I see a picture. It's all handguns and magazines. So a Florida woman is facing a slew of charges after allegedly attempting to drive into Canada with 56 guns in the trunk of her car. So uh, this this lady this lady's getting the balls of the week for the attempt. You have balls. <laughs> I like balls. So the Canada border the Canada Border Services agency said the 48-year-old woman was referred for secondary inspection at the Blue Water Bridge border crossing on November 1st. The bridge connects Port Huron, Mex Me Mexico. The bridge connects Port Huron, Michigan and Sarnia, Ontario. During the inspection, CBSA officers allegedly found 56 undeclared prohibited firearms, 13 overcapacity magazines, 43 10-round pistol magazines, and 100 rounds of ammunition. The items were located in boxes in the trunk of the woman's car. The CBSA said some of the guns had had, had their serial numbers altered or removed. Uh, Vivian Richards of Oakland Park is facing a total of nine charges under the Customs Act and the Criminal Code, including possession for the purpose of weapons trafficking. Quote, the smuggling of firearms is a threat to public safety and this seizure is an, 
is an example of the steadfast commitment to preventing dangerous criminal activities and keeping Canadians safe, said Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino. Richards, Richards's next court date is November 24th. That's long past. The investigation is ongoing. So Florida woman, balls of the week, trying to get 56 guns into Canada. For what purpose? We'll never know. Because they got her. <laughs> got he! They got her. Unfortunately. I don't know what the status of the Canadian rights for you know, firearms is. I would imagine it's probably rifles, maybe shotguns. I don't know what the handgun situation is, but this lady's car was loaded with handguns. It was, it's pretty crazy, but yeah, Oakland Park, that's over in Broward, if I'm not mistaken, Broward County woman, so I wouldn't want to mess with her in some kind of neighbor dispute, that's for sure. Uh, let's go back to a video here. This one is, it's kind of related to my recent trip to San Diego in the, in in the fact that it's border related, uh, a lot's been made of uh, forcing Americans to get vaccinated while at the same time the border is wide open and anyone from anywhere can come in regardless of vaccination status. So this is from December 1st, so it's about two weeks old. At the time of recording, it seems, and it's a Fox News press secretary, not the press secretary, uh, the the press reporter from Fox News uh, asking the demon, this demon Fauci, a question. And this is what this is how it went down. Dr. Fauci, as you advised the president about the possibility of new testing requirements for people coming into this country, does that include everybody? The answer is yes, because you know that the answer is no. uh, uh, The new uh, uh, regulation, if you want to call it that, is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. But what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in in huge numbers? You know, that's, that's a different issue. For example, I, I, yeah. when you talk, we still have Title 42 with regard to protection at the border. So there are yeah, protections yeah. at the border that you don't have the capability, as you know, of somebody getting on a plane, getting checked, looking at a passport. Sure, sure. We don't have that there. But we can get some degree of mitigation. Is there something to do to test these people somewhere else? There, no, they there, there is there is testing at the border under certain circumstances, as you know. Mike, sure, right? under certain circumstances, that's that is uh, it's not a lie, which is part of his genius. He's an expert at that, by the way. He's an expert at giving half truths and misinformation. It's a, it's a bad situation at the border. They need to get a hold of it, and they know it to the point where they're starting to talk about enacting Trump-era policies. Interesting how it works out with elections coming up, how they, uh, they scramble, 
and they call it racist when one person does it. And then it's okay when another person does it. So that's the demon, Fauci, this agent of China. What more can be said? He's a mess. He was a mess in the 80s, and he's a mess now. He's a, you know, he's a tool. He's a tool of the New World Order, the Chinese government, the establishment politicians, and, you know, the truth about what his organizations do and where the funding goes, it's all coming out now. And people who were critical at the beginning said they were going to be proven right and it's being <laughs> they're being proven right a lot sooner than expected so that's mr fauci on the border the hypocrisy of just letting anyone in while forcing americans to get all kinds of paperwork to move around and go in restaurants and and whatnot it's crazy. It's crazy. But going back to Florida story. So this one is from WESH2 News, posted November 4th. This one I am a big proponent of. This is a great story, guys. Teacher resigns. I don't know why. After making Florida third graders clean feces and urine in bathroom. <laughs> so like I said, well, let me just read the story, and then I'll make some comments on it. This is from Celebration, Florida. Those of you who do not know Celebration, Florida, this is essentially like a little Disney community in central Florida, not far from Lake Buena Vista, where is, which is where the Disney Resort is. Celebration, Florida, officials with the Osceola School District say that a teacher that forced kids to clean feces off a bathroom floor has resigned. According to WESH2 News, the third grade students at Celebration K-8 school were told to clean a boy's bathroom last month after a student allegedly defecated all over the bathroom. That Chipotle must have hit that kid bad that day. Man, can you imagine... Being that kid defecated all over the bathroom floor and then your fellow students have to, <laughs> have to clean it up. They say the teacher couldn't pinpoint who did it. Oh, okay. So they had all the third grade boys pitch in. One parent who wishes to remain anonymous says her son was one of the boys told to help clean up. Quote, I was like, how was your day at school? And he was like, it was good, but today I had to clean poop and pee from the floor, she said. <laughs> she said she immediately went to the school and met with the assistant principal. That's pretty much the end of the story. The teacher had to resign. I think it's a good idea. They need to learn about cleanliness. They need to learn responsibility. There's, you know... There's pictures of Japanese students cleaning hallways and whatnot with toothbrushes. And it's a big part of their education growing up. It's about, you know, exactly that. Cleanliness and discipline. And I think 
our kids or these kids definitely need to be cleaning up shit, especially if they act up. So I speak for Lady Dade and for Nasty Nick and myself, of course, when I say we support this teacher and making kids clean up shit and piss off the floors. They need to learn responsibility. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, those are just two quick Florida stories. Um, Like I said, this is going to be a quick one just to not have so much uh, empty time in between episodes. Um, I hope everyone's back next time. And I look forward to using this system of uh, clips, uh, sound bits from the internet, from stories, from any reports that, you know, breaking news or whatnot, make the show a little bit better. And uh, just stay tuned for the improvements. Stay tuned for new episodes. And please, 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 if you're a Florida lover, if you're a resident, if you're a Florida native, a Florida local, if you are an outdoorsman, if you're a trucker, if you know anybody that's sympathetic to that, those ideas, Second Amendment, fishing, outdoors, firearms, uh, Florida lifestyle, all that stuff, please spread the word. Like our Facebook, like our Instagram and um and with that we'll grow the show we'll become better better equipment uh better software and we hope to hear from you guys if you have anything any stories that come across your desk as they say please send it to us and we'll read it on the show And just stay tuned for any updates. FloridaFirstPodcast.com is the website. FloridaFirstPodcast.com. And the links to all the socials are on there. So thanks for tuning in on this abbreviated episode. And see you next time. Happy poo poo.